You all right, mate? You sound stressed. Uh, well, it is very early for me, sick. mate. Have you hey? got You sound, sound sick. sick? No, I'm good. I'm good. Sniffles and... <laughs> I don't know. Mate, I... Uh... New I'm York over here in, in New York and uh, spent uh, spent the whole day having a look around, playing tourist. Even went to the Yankees last night and went to a Yankees game. I mean, way to the Yankees, and they got oh, dusted too. They got beat, I think, six six one or something by the Toronto Blue Jays. Dusted them. Yeah. Did you notice that there was no one there? No, there was a crowd. It was decent. It wasn't well, packed. I, I, I was on level three. My ticket cost me like about 80 bucks US and I had like a whole row to myself, <laughs> nearly a whole row. Yeah. But it was, no, Yankees, no, it was great. It's a good experience. I love watching sport. In the American League East, they're fourth out of five. Yeah, I know. They're doing, yeah. they're having a, they're struggling this year, but um, it was a great experience though, mate. Right? Yeah. Was, the Toronto was Blue Jays before, are doing so. all right. They're, they're going well. Their pitcher went all right. Michael King, he, I think he had, thir- I think, 15 strikeouts or something for one night. Wow, Which, that's impressive. Yeah. They, I don't think they would be a chance of even catching the 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 Toronto Blue Jays. Maybe they would be. Yeah. Um, sorry. Oh, this yeah, is the no, third. Tampa Bay. Mate, it was the third mm. night in a row they played. They were probably a bit tired. Mate, I've told <laughs> you before. You knew. You slack and lazy rugby league players <laughs> wouldn't have any sense of how hard these people work. Yeah, well, have imagine, any imagine, sense. imagine like if imagine if Souths played as often as that. Like I wouldn't have a life. I'd just have to watch them every every night. <laughs> Welcome to my world. Or day, or day. Yeah. The Dodgers, the Dodgers lost to Detroit today, and uh, they play. This is this is the next. Uh, I'll give you the I'll give you the rest of the season for the Dodgers. Right, there's only two week and a half left. San Francisco, next day San Francisco, next day San Francisco, next day San Francisco, and then they get one day off. Then they play two games on one day against Colorado, and then the next day Colorado, the next day Colorado, and then the next day San Francisco, and the next day San Francisco, and the next day San Francisco. They're playing playing two games in one day after they get a day off. I mean, it's just – I just don't think people – They're on on big money, eh? Some of the big players, they get their money's worth, don't they? The club, they get their money's worth, the teams. Let me um, – I'm going to quickly – literally inside baseball. I'm going uh, to look up Mookie Betts. So Mookie Betts is, is the, the leadoff hitter for the Dodgers. Like he's the guy, right? Yeah. Uh, he is on a 12-year, $365 million contract. Wow. So what's that about? 12-year, 365. So it's like 30 – let's call it 31 million a year or 30 – yeah, remembering that you know, in twelve, in in twelve years, he, he probably won't be at the peak anymore. He'll be, you know, in the <laughs> declining years, perhaps. So they've bought wow. him out his career, basically. Um, but of course, right, the uh, for that for that much. Yeah, mate, can hit the so salary rankings for twenty twenty three. Justin Verlander, who plays for the Astros, is on forty three million dollars. Wow. For how many years? $43 million. A year. No, that's his salary for the year. Max Scherzer for uh, for Tech, 43. Aaron Judge for the Yankees, who you would have seen. No, he was injured still. No, no, he played. Aaron Judge played. Didn't hit hit any runs. Got on base base once. He got the ball. Got on base once. 
$40 million. Yeah. Wow. I was texting my son. My son Aaron texted me um, saying, "Oh, wow! I see you at the baseball. How awesome!" And I said, "Mate, the the number one hitter is named Aaron." And I sent him a photo of Aaron Judge's on his picture <laughs> on the scoreboard. He goes, "That's cool." <laughs> if, if Aaron Judge played all 160 games of the year, yep. that's 250 thousand dollars a game. It's not bad work if you can get it, eh? No wonder, you get, <laughs> mate. Let, play, I play every day. That sort of money. <laughs> Swing, wow. bada, 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 bada. Wow. Mean, yeah, that's unreal. It's wild money, isn't it? It's wild money. Yeah. It's pretty hard. Mate, I think it's it's, yeah. it's, it's the thing about America that we in Australia struggle to, frankly, truly understand because, yeah. you know, we have million-dollar contracts and stuff with some sports stars, but, you know, we're such a small country. Yeah, I know. The audience yeah. is tiny. I know, know. New York is like the population of Australia. <laughs> What, what I love about the Yankees is they're very—they remind me of they're a historic team like South. So yeah, you know, they're one of those teams been around for a long time. They've got that history and yeah. that that behind them. That, that's the sort of the, what I like about them. They're, they've got a similar feel to Souths in the NRL, in the NRL or the rugby, Australian Rugby League, if you if you want to mention call that to call that. But it yeah. was an interesting yeah. night out, mate. Put it that way. Oh, well, Got the stuff. train straight out. I love the train. Love drops you off straight out the front. Walk in there, and it was uh, my ticket was on my iPhone. I had the, I had it all in my Apple Wallet. I actually used my watch to where it go beep with the with my ticket, and uh, yep. jumped on the train afterwards too. Straight straight back into the city. It was good. Yeah, nice, nice. Yeah. Well, Stephen's uh, in New York uh, with Microsoft. I think we can say that, can't yep. we? Yeah, you can. Uh, yeah, the events on in a few uh, hours. You'll have news at techguide.com.au over the uh, coming days with the uh, exciting um, devices and some artificial intelligence and some stuff going on. So uh, yeah, I, I yeah. don't know exactly what they're announcing, but uh, I've got a clue that it's some some hardware and also some AI. So that's all I was given. There's no none of this uh, pre. Pre look, uh, early look under embargo. It's uh, they did an apple on us, and so they're going to let everyone know on the on the on the day. All right. Well, look. Uh, so that'll be all covered on techguide.com today. We'll get to that yep. uh, if there's more details. We'll get to it next and week. on the Tech Guide I, podcast um, as well. I thought, yeah, of course. Uh, everyone listens to that. Uh, I, thought, <laughs> <laughs> I just love really love. I um, you love saying that in my yeah. In my haste to yeah. set up at home for this record, yeah. I've I've loaded the things, but oh. in, unintentionally I've created an episode six hundred and one flashback because oh. well you'll work it out. But anyway, um, it's time to get on with the show. That's that's the most important thing. Now it's time for two blokes <laughs> talking tech. As always, information about technology. It's fantastic to get these speeds on a mobile phone, isn't it? The speeds on this thing are amazing. <laughs> <Blokes talking>. Very <laughs> nice performance. It's a good phone. Yeah, there's a few pros and cons with this. With Trevor Long from yourtechlife.com. Now, my advice to people who like this kind of service is... And Stephen Fennick from techguide.com.au. I really like this new service. Gives you that flexibility to hear your music anywhere. Two blokes talking tech. Stephen and Trevor are always providing the best advice. Lots to talk about. Two blokes talking tech. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Episode wow. six hundred, a flashback to two thousand and twelve. There, uh, mate. Right. What about our squeaky voices? <laughs> ah, that was all good. What about yourtechlife.com? Your what about Stig? By the way, 
Yeah. Sorry, Billy Weaver. Uh, yes. Just had to had to pull out the pasture for a week. I was listening to Billy Weaver on the radio this afternoon. Yeah. Shout out to the great man. Um, yeah. But I just, <laughs> mate, I need you to upload to the Dropbox all of the actual ones because uh, I'm yes. not seeing them. <laughs> I okay, I think, I think I've got them somewhere, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think, I'm, I'm sure you do. I'm sure you do. Anyway, uh, we uh, we are here to talk uh, tech. Thanks to the great people at Netgear and Arlo, longtime supporters of Two Blokes Talking Tech. Thank you to everyone for uh, your well wishes for the 600th episode last week uh, at Apple Park. And we, we do have a bit of Apple to talk about today because the phones are in our hands, but um, there's a bit more to, to get to and we'll get to all that shortly. So, Stephen, I think um, I've really struggled this week with the term review. I'm yeah. not going to lie because I feel like it used to be a longer period between the announcement and the phones dropping. I feel like it used to be two weeks and now it's only yes, one. Yeah, and, now it's and, a week and a half. You know, if you're lucky enough to get the early access to the devices, there's a there's an embargo point and you've got to work towards that. We, we, I mean, we basically got four days um, yeah. of using the, the iPhones before we had to drop the embargo. And look, I'm... I'm happy to say, obviously, I put the word review in into my written article, yep. but it did feel a little disingenuous because it still feels like a, you know, first look, uh, you know, a first look on shore or first look at home kind of thing. But yeah, no, I, agree, I think yeah. we probably revisit the word review after, you know, a month. Um, yep. But anyway, well, I just wanted to give that context to well, the timing of this whole thing because in I'll, reality, I'll, it's, it's, it's tough. I'll tell you about my situation then because uh, here's another bit of inside baseball because the embargo, the time of the embargo was, you're on when, I, was when I landed in, in uh, just as I landed into LA before my trip, my next flight into New York. So basically I had to get everything done, written. I did a 20-minute review video too. Had to have all that done on Sunday night basically and have it and have it ready to go or well, Monday night and have it ready to go for the following day. So that put a bit of added pressure yeah. on me to get it all done. But you're right. We normally, we normally get uh, about a week and a half. Like, cause you're right. I, the, the phone's normally released on a Wednesday, even a Thursday, I think that we've had in the past and it doesn't go on sale till f- two weeks from the next Friday. And then you know yeah. you you if you're lucky enough to be on the list, you get the phones the the, the next week, and you've got a bit of time with it. But I think the 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 thing that because there was a sort of the, there was you could obviously the new features, action button, the camera, uh, they were the main areas that I, I looked at for mine that I had to get examples to to show that I've used the phone. But yeah, and look, it, I, I, it, let, yeah. Me, let me be clear uh, about photos, for example. See. Yeah. My problem, again, was I was coming off, and again, this is totally inside baseball and, and a very personal thing, but I'd just come off three weeks overseas, three weeks yeah. not seeing my family. I couldn't say to my family, I need to spend half a day going and taking photos down at the harbour <laughs> or something like that, right? I just yeah. happened to have them with me at baseball, and so the kids' baseball, and yeah. I, you know, I looked through my camera roll as I was doing my review, going, "Well, I'm just going to have to use these photos that I took of of Jackson and his teammates so that I could demonstrate." It was a great demonstration, mind you, but yeah. it, it wasn't like I spent a lot of time on it. But so, so th- let's be clear. Let's talk pro phones first, right? Because that's probably yeah. the one we've both been using the most. I'm going to blow your mind here, and this is something I, I didn't say in my reviews yet. I'm going to blow your mind. Okay, can I'm I tell you what you're going to say? 
I was just going to say the Max because the camera. Yeah. I, 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 I suspected and, that. Yeah. The 20 grams of difference, which is 10% lighter, oh. it's, it's noticeable. <laughs> it's yeah. no, I'm no, telling I, you I that's agree. noticeable. Well, the people I've given, I've shown the phone to in the, in the limited time I had before I went away, that's the first thing they said. I said, oh, it's light. It's lighter. They, they suspect it's only what, like 10, 20 grams lighter or something. Like 19 grams, we said. 19, yeah. And, and it was noticeably lighter. I, I, I even showed my parents, and my dad even said, oh, it's a bit lighter, isn't it? <laughs> even yeah, he picked yeah. it up. Yeah. So, so for me, and people know, I, I'm, a, I'm happy to be a pro guy, right? Because I like the 6.1-inch yes. screen. I prefer the size of it. Um, yep. But when you – and this is a, an amazing strategy from Apple, which we've got to admit is strategy, I think, no doubt. Yeah. The, the yeah. inclusion of the Tetra Prism 120mm uh, five-time zoom in only yep. the Pro Max – Isolates the Pro Max as the third in the lineup, so you've got these two in the two at the bottom, yeah. 15, 15 plus. This one at the at the premium level, and then you've got this other one, which is aspirationally even better. And mate, I'm telling you, as a parent, just as a parent, the five times zoom is a game changer. Because I'll I'll give you another example. You'll struggle to see it, but I'll I'll show you on the video where where we're sitting on remotely anyway. Um. Uh, Harrison had a a school dance concert, right? Yep. And so I'm sitting four rows back, A, B, C, D, row D, right? And on yep. the edge, right? That's a one-time zoom photo there, Stephen, right? Yep. Great. Yep. My see. son's somewhere in there, right? Five-time zoom. There's yeah. Harry. It's amazing. That's no, no, a digital zoom. That's, yeah. that's a fair dinkum five-time zoom photo of my son, which is yeah. – uh, I mean, there's movement. Yeah. They're dancing. So it's not like he was posed for it. It's a friggin' good photo. Yeah, 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 it is. That's why I think I said in my review that 5X, it's a shame it wasn't more. But when I, when yeah, I see, and I did the comparisons of, yeah, 1X, 2X, 5, 5X is actually a solid zoom. It's, it's, it's not like, yeah, especially, and normally your scenario is a perfect example of how you would use that. It's not like you're, you're trying to sort of look at a, a window from the other side of a harbour or something. You're, no. you're looking at something that's not too far away. But the 5X is actually more than you think for that situation. I, I said in my yeah. review, so what a shame it's not more. But yeah. I think what I said is that Apple decided to stay within their – they didn't want to sort of offer it offer something that they couldn't um, back with the technology. I said 5X is something they could put put in the camera and solidly back it up so it's, and keep the quality. So, um, you yeah, know, I, I, I was surprised the, too. It's – Kids' sport example again is, is a great yeah. one. Standing on the side of the ground at baseball, normally you take a one X, you can see the whole diamond. You take a three X, you can you can kind of crop into essentially the the pitcher's mound. You know, if Jackson's yeah. pitching, I can now get a shot of the pitching mound and Jackson. It's yeah, it is honestly, and so this is what I mean about the word review. It's only been three days since yeah. I wrote my review, but I've already formed a whole new view on the iPhone Pro mm. Max, which is, it's the one to have. And Absolutely, it's value. Yeah. And, and also, it's got me thinking, well, iPhone 16, you can imagine the 16 Pro is going to have the 5X and maybe the Pro Max will have something more. We'll have maybe, oh, yeah, true. And uh, It's the first time, I think, in a few years that there's been a differentiation between the Pro and the Pro Max. In the years gone by, yeah. Apple's always said they are identical phones, but except the screen size. And customers like yourself would, would think, okay, I'm going to stick with the smaller one. Now, mm. with the Pro Max having 
that extra feature in the camera, do you reckon that's going to be the best-selling camera or are people, are people going to stick to the 15 and 15 plus? Like the question I had, everyone was saying, oh, what, which, one, which phone are you going to get, the 15 or the 15 Pro? And my answer was always, look, it depends on how attached you are to your photography. If you're really into your yeah. photography, yeah. then that's the difference. Get the Pro. If you're really into your photography, even beyond that, then the Pro Max is your phone, but be, be prepared to pay. So that's how I've – you do agree with that? Oh, that's how I've answered oh, 100%. For, for anyone who asked. But what, I've, what I've said also is that for people who had looked at or owned the 12 or 13 or 14 base models, you had this ultra-wide – and telephoto looms, zoom, so 1x and 0.5. But because of the way they've gone to this 48 megapixel sensor and cropped in on it um, to create the uh, 2x, it's it's a virtual 2x, but it's a genuinely optical 2x. It's, it's hard to yeah. describe, isn't it? Because it's not yeah. a hybrid. It is a genuine yeah. pixel-for-pixel 2x um, using the lens. It's not a computational. Obviously, there's, yep. there's computation in it. But because the presence of the 2X in the Plus and the Standard 15, that is a big bonus for people looking at the base models because you didn't have yeah. that before. But then, like I'm sitting at that dance concert with my wife next to me who's got a, I don't even know, maybe it's a 13. But anyway, she's yeah. got the, she's, 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 she's 2Xing. And I'm like, sit back, 5X, <laughs> boom. You know what I mean? Like it was it was almost embarrassing that she was trying yeah. to take a photo. And so I struggle now with the 15 and 15 plus when you, you go to go to how big the Pro Max is in terms of its capabilities. Now, Apple doesn't release data. They don't talk. Remember, you, they used to say 10 million sold in the first weekend. Yeah. They've never, they don't, especially they don't talk about the split. But you and I know full well a very important thing about the Australian smartphone market, and that is Samsung sells it was over 50, didn't it? Didn't it become over 70% was, I think it was of 73%. the sales in the yeah. yep. were the ultra. So yep. the most expensive, the biggest, and the most feature-packed Samsung Galaxy S23 sold 73% of their phones. So of the whole range, one can yeah. only assume that the same will apply to Apple. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think um, the, the cameras on the 15 and the 15 Plus are still really good. As as it is obviously on the pro, uh, I think that what what, ca- what what this is what I like about Apple what they do the, the camera is that they're always very faithful to keeping the camera keeping the best features without adding the gimmickry. You know, there's no hundred yeah. X zoom and all this sort of crap. You know, there, there's nothing that like you know you look at a photo on a Samsung phone and and the colours are popping and it really flatters the photo. Apple don't do that. Apple are real purists when it comes to the camera and their their photography. You can tell that the that they've made the camera to, to to be true to how a real photographer would use the camera. So I, don't I think it, it, no, yeah, I, even all the way I, down I, I, to I, the fifteen and yeah and the fifteen plus, I reckon there's still going to be uh, a lot of people. I don't reckon for this one. I don't reckon it's going to be seventy three percent are going to buy the Pro Max. But I reckon it's going to be a healthy number. I reckon it's going to be somewhere around like 40, 45% or something like that will be Pro Max users. We'll never know. They'll, they'll literally never yeah. tell us. But yeah. one of the things I want to be clear on, though, is the photos are great, but they are in no way comparable to holding even a half-decent camera with a 120mm lens, right? Yeah. 
It's just not like if you you take one of the one of the photos that I took of say Jackson pitching on the weekend, right? And I go, oh, these were amazing. It was great to get that zoom, and like I love the fact that I could get a video of him. You know, yeah. so tight. Um, yeah. but if I then like pinch in and and zoom in on the photo, I think that you look at it and you go, I don't think it is an amazing shot in terms of the quality of you know the the mitt and the arm and things like that. I think that if you if you had a one of my Sony RX10s and just you know yeah. put it to 120 mil and took a photo, it would be a better shot. So yeah. that's that's a, that's a terribly picky thing to say, but it's for a smartphone is what matters yeah. for that's, a smartphone. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, add, add the word for a smartphone. Yeah, smartphone. it's going to it's not too bad if you add those words. But you, you, you just yeah. made the point that that Samsung's 100x, for example, is gimmickry, and it is, but it's. <laughs> it's amazing, right? But yeah. you know, I think if you go 10x is optical on the Galaxy S23, right? Mm. 10x is optical, 30 is hybrid, 100 is hybrid. Um, I think that's what for me is the next step is to do some solid comparisons of those to see who genuinely has the best quality camera. You know, because yeah. there's something about light color that's that's all well and good. And we talked about this. Uh, we didn't talk. Did we talk about it last week? Um, the the demonstration of photography um, yes. that we were shown by Apple, and they made that. So they they showed an iPhone, a Pixel, an Oppo, and a, and a Samsung. And we both agreed the Oppo came out very well. Yeah, in that. Oppo and Oppo. But they also close, yeah. turned on the HDR effect, which only applied to the Apple photo on an Apple Studio well, display. Yeah, exactly. Whereas yeah, I'm like, yeah, let's look at it the on photo, a yeah. you know, yeah. Lenovo tablet and let's see how <laughs> these things compare. So yeah. one of the things I think that's a critical thing in, in camera comparisons. But look, leaving everything aside, cameras are unbelievable and they are a reason to to buy this phone. Yeah. The the let's let's talk about the the I think it's the elephant in the room and that's the action button. Yeah. I am frustrated as all hell by it. I'm not going to lie because I've set it yeah. a camera and I keep wanting – like just now we're about to record. I'm like, oh, crap, I've got to swipe down. I've got to hit mute. Now, yeah. that's not a big deal to swipe down and hit mute. Yeah. But I I did a TikTok saying what we've talked about, which is it should be single press, double press, press, press triple oh, press. I said that in my review too. Three, yeah. You know. I said that in my review it's too. A big we, we speculated that, and, and that was one of the disappointments that I, I wrote in my review was that the action button wasn't more capable. Like the single press, single long press, double press, triple press would have made yeah. what you just described as uh, easier to do. Silence your phone, camera. It would have it would have made so many more choices for yeah. for the customer. Uh, I've, to, I'll be honest. I've left mine as the silent the phone. I've just left it as the same. I, I, I haven't gone back to it. Yeah. Because as a lot of people point out, it's stupid, man. You can just hit the open, open the camera from the lock screen. Yes, yeah. <laughs> but it's like a push and hold thing. I just want it to be yeah. easy. Yeah, I I, like I, I'd love to. I'd love to know the feedback of customers if they've got the 15 Pro and Pro Max. What they're using yeah. the action button. I'd tell. I'd, I would hazard a guess that I reckon nearly half of people would have left it as the silent mute your phone. You know. The most common comment I've gotten on my videos has been, um, "I've never used the mute button." My, if your if your phone is off mute, you're a savage. Like the number of people <laughs> that keep their phone on mute is well, how, wild. But you think about it: how many times have you heard a phone ring? Today you don't yeah. do it. 
Today, I very rarely hear a phone ringing because you can you can see you're getting a call on your watch. You can feel the vibration. Yeah. Like I think ha- having a phone ring, you're thinking, what the hell? That surprises yeah. me to hear a phone ringing. Just, yeah. I just hope it's not an iOS 18 thing that they add the double and triple tap. I, I hope it's a... I reckon for sure that's what's going to happen. They're going to leave themselves a path of progression with the feature and say, oh, look look at this new feature. They've kept a little bit under wraps there. Definitely, I reckon it's going to be – it won't need to be a hardware option. It'll be a software option. I reckon for sure it's an iOS 18 thing. That's wild to have to wait a year for that. Um, Let's talk titanium. It's beautiful. The natural is a winner. Blue looks great, but it's fingerprinty as hell on the sides. Yeah, I uh, well, you you get the natural. I got the natural Pro Max. Did you get the natural Pro Max as well? Yeah, and the blue. Yeah, Pro. I got the blue Pro. Yeah, yeah, the blue Pro. I didn't mind the the color. Um, I love but the yeah, color, it, it, it was yeah, it was a bit smudgy. Yeah, but um, you get, you get this the, residue around the buttons. The the brushed metal I quite liked. Uh, it, oh, it's yeah. because the the stainless steel of the of the fourteen that was a that was a fingerprint magnet as well. Yeah, Although true. I had mine under under a cover anyway, so are you? Are you? I see you're rocking yours without a cover. Is that right, mate? You're going rogue, are you? Go naked. Have you? Have you dropped it? No. I've, when was I've never dropped a phone. Of course you haven't. Yeah, I've, I've I mean, got the cover on mine. I've got the fine woven cover on mine. I used it for a few days, but and it's a nice cover, no doubt. Yeah. Um So what else? I mean, oh, here's the other thing. Critical for me. USB-C. We all talk about how <clears throat> it's fantastic. It's universal and you've got a cable yeah. and it's great. Here in my office at home, there's a million cables hanging out of the wall. Sooner or later, it'll just be the one style. Great. Awesome. But then you get in your car and you go, oh, and you go, oh crap, that's lightning. You've got to run back inside and find a cable or you've got to get no one. Then you go to the office and you're like, oh, oh crap. <laughs> so I think well, it's going to be frustrating uh, as hell for people for the first week when they go, oh, I've got to buy three yeah. more cables. Um, it's a change, but well, look at me. I travelled with it, and there was a one less cable I had to bring because it's USB C. I just bought the cable, the USB C cable, out of the box. But now I'm sitting here. I've got like five USB C ports ready to go with the cable, so it was really no problem whatsoever. Yeah. Um, I just think, yeah, it's going to take it. It's going to be just a that that like you said that initial change, yep. and uh, you know. It's, savages have to connect cables in the car to charge their phone, mate. Some of us have got wireless charging in our phones, but on our cars. So it hasn't been a change for me in my car. Wireless so, charging still going okay. Well. <laughs> yeah, you're doing very well. But let me, let me address the savages of the internet. And I yeah. wish I had the time to, um, to, to go and find all the videos that were created by absolute nufties um, in the three weeks or months before the iPhone release, which was Apple's going USB-C and they're ruining it by not allowing this and requiring that and do it. It's completely open. It's normal yeah. USB-C. Yeah. The only difference is if you use a USB 3.0 cable, you can get faster data transfers. They haven't limited anything. They haven't yeah. even, that I'm aware of, there's no requirement for made for iPhone certified cables or anything. In fact, no. It does more than anyone imagined it does. You plug a USB-C cable in here to lightning, you can charge your buddy's lightning phone. You plug it in to a set of headphones. It doesn't have to be AirPods. You can charge them. If you put two iPhone 15s together, the one with the most battery 
will send power to the one with the least battery. Huh. It's and and that works by the way with Android phones as well. It's it's, it's a thing called USB C power delivery, USB C PD. If yep. your phone, a Google Pixel for example, would be capable of PD. If your phone is USB C with PD power delivery, the one with the highest battery serves the one with the lowest okay. battery, and <coughs> Apple has restricted so, that in any way, shape, or form. So yeah, we, you know, we suspected well done, they might. Yeah. We also suspect they were going to call a lightning, which they didn't too. So that was, I'm sorry, Thunderbolt, which they didn't. Thunderbolt, yeah. Yeah. And in terms of charging, though, what have you found? Uh, I've found that the USB-C, the Pro Max, charges, I found faster than lightning. I don't know by how much, but it seems faster. According to the specs, exactly the same. According to the specs, the power delivery is exactly the same, which you could argue is... uh, is disappointing because they should have no made it faster. Yeah, but as we said a few weeks ago, I don't think anyone cares. Yeah. People just want charge. Simple as that. Yeah, I know. And now, well, now there's uh, here's a word I've used in a couple of words I've used in a lot of my interviews. Charging Unity. We've got so a lot of the your Android mates. Oh, have you got an iPhone cable? Well, now, well, now we all use the same cable. So it's yeah, it's all we're all one big happy family now. I think uh, in in summary, what we talked about last week and, frankly, before the event was this is not a phone you upgrade to from the iPhone 13 or 14. Well, no. frankly, the 12. I think that the 12 to 15 is a good upgrade. But, man, you come from an 11, a 10S or a 10 oh, or yeah. anything before. It's a but game imagine changer. going to 11, 11 to 15 is a, a – like you're going to feel like, like Stephen Fennick when he picked up his EQE. Like you're gonna feel great, <laughs> yeah. Or you, and you picked up your Cooper board, mate. But um, no, I agree. I think uh, I've said a lot of people. Look, let, let's also talk about the other elephant in the room: is that these are a little bit more expensive than last year, not by much, hundred dollars dearer. Uh, and yeah. I think that, like you said, I can't see too. There will be there will be people upgrading from the thirteen, and maybe even some from. The, there's some pretty generous trade-ins if you want to trade in a fourteen. But I think this is a phone that people who are using our four or five-year-old iPhones are going to invest in. They're going to pay the money, and this it's, it's going to last them for five years. This is yeah. a phone that's going to they're going to invest in it today, and it's going to continue to be their phone for till the iPhone twenty comes out. So, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's 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 a little bit more expensive, but it's going to last these customers a long, long time. And to all those people who say oh, it's not a very big upgrade. I've got an iPhone 14. I'm like, yeah, good. There'll be a 16 next year, remember? Yeah. <laughs> like, relax. Yeah. And a 17 the year after that. <clears throat> yeah, of course. Yeah. It's it's kind of weird that people get so beat up about these things. And, you know, you know me, Stephen, I don't mind getting into the comments on it. Um, <laughs> and, you know, it's just funny <clears throat> to me that people, the, the best thing I see is people going, well, so it's the same as last year. And you go, sorry, so you've got a, I'm guessing you've got a Samsung or a Pixel. And then I say yeah. what I've said on this show many times in the last three weeks. Yeah. Have you looked at the Galaxy S21, 22, and 23 side by side? <laughs> Those puppies look yeah. very similar. And by the way, the Pixel 4, the Google Pixel 4, looks very similar to the Google Pixel 8. Like it's, you know. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's just, it's, it's all the same. Off. It's all the same. We're seeing that. I think we've got, uh, there's a Pixel 8 coming out in a couple of weeks and yeah. I, I, I can't imagine it being way better than the They've already the released photos of it. They've yeah. released the photo. Google yeah. has. We know what it looks like. It yeah. looks the same. 
It's what's inside that counts, Stephen. It's a lesson in humanity. <laughs> it's what's inside that counts. That's true. That's true. A good way of putting that. But, yeah, it is what's inside that counts. And we're seeing, although we're just getting back to the 15, the 15 and the 15 Pro, there are a lot of little improvements, though. There are a lot of – when you get under the hood, there are – a few changes, if you take the time, there, there, there is a fair bit of difference from the 14, even design-wise. There, there, there is a bit of a change. Not not drastic change that people would would expect. No, in but, the hand, yeah. I love it. It's so yeah. much nicer in the hand with those just I agree. slightly yeah. contoured edges. Yeah, definitely. So it is. Uh, there is a bit of a change there. And I uh, here's what I was hoping. Like, we've been using the phone for a, while, a little while, like a week and a half, whatever, like a week, whatever it is. Um, I was hoping someone would notice it, would notice the difference, would notice, oh, is that a 15? But no one, no one could tell. No one could, I don't think anyone, unless I obviously put a USB-C in the bottom of it, I don't think anyone would say, oh, that's the 15 (laughs) or the 15 Pro. No one noticed. When we're under embargo, you can't just hand it around and show people. Right, so I'm at baseball the other day, and I just go stand up against the fence, take a photo, and you know people know who I am, what I do. They're, we're all friends. They go, "Is that the 15?" I go, "It's it's just it's a good phone. I'm, I'm uh, it's it's a phone." <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, but they know full well that I'm here testing the phone. But yeah. you know, it, it isn't a thing that looks different, especially in a case. Uh, you know, when I'm yeah. when I'm in the NDA period, I always use a case. Um, yeah. because then people can't notice a color difference and stuff like that. Um, and it's like the watches; it's like no, you can't you can't tell a difference. No one knows. Same with the yep. AirPods, right? So, um, yeah, it's not one of those things that people notice. Like, you know, the first time you had the flip phone or the folds. Yeah, yeah exactly that. right. Yeah. Pretty heavily. Um, yeah, but, true. yeah, no, I think I think overall, um, I do believe, I said beforehand, I say it now, I believe this is the biggest leap forward for the iPhone since the leap to the 12 in terms of design. And I think in terms of what's inside the technology, the Max is probably the biggest leap forward in, in in a generation that we've that we've broadly seen. Um, yeah. If you if you exclude things like five G and stuff, just in terms of daily usability, that camera outrageously good. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. And and leaning towards the Pro Max heavily. If you if you're a serious iPhone user, I think that yeah. you got to go the Pro Max. Yeah. All right. Our reviews: uh, techguide.com.au and eftm.com. Full reviews, videos of the iPhone 15 range for you to enjoy right now. And why haven't you already? But anyway, we won't cover that all. Yes, the well, stings and IDs are also old. <laughs> well, the not only is there a new iPhone, but there's also the new iOS 17, which well, it was was a, was it a day before or no? It was it was. It was oh, earlier no. this week. So the phones go on sale this week, yeah. So a few days before the new iPhone goes on sale, the uh, new iOS, uh, iOS was out, uh, iOS 17. Yep. So I always frame this story to say that if you're not upgrading to a new iPhone, you can still feel like you got a new iPhone with the upgrade. New so phone have feeling. that new phone feeling. And iOS 17 is, uh, I think, a decent update and the... The, among the favourites, I like cosmetic things. I like that you can create those the, the call posters, and you can now you know the I love the the improvements to like name drop and airdrop on those and those things as well. They're, they're the like they're, they're the sort of the cosmetic things that I like about the, the thing. But yeah. um, I was still really up there. Standby mode for me is 
a game changer, especially if you've got one of those wireless chargers, the, the boost charge-ups from uh, Belkin are the, are the greatest. You know, it's a bedside table thing for me. You don't charge in your bedroom. I know that. But for me, the phone sits on the bedside table. And now all I got to do is twist it sideways and I get a clock. The clock shows my next alarm. If I don't want to have that, when I'm at the office, I have it charging. It shows my appointments next to the clock. Yeah. If I just had it in the kitchen or the lounge room, I could have it set to be, you know, scrolling through photos. And the thing is, it remembers the location. It's a really smart feature that essentially gives Apple a smart screen in the smart speaker field, if you know what yeah. I mean, because while your phone's charging, it can be your uh, your Siri screen. Does it have to be wireless charging for that to have to get the standby mode, or no. can it just be charging at no, all? You, you can just plug it into a USB. Uh, I'll do it. Oh, hang on. I'm, I'm, I'm doing it now. It's not. It's not working. No. So, so you be, to... be off. So put the turn the phone off, and then charge. And yeah. oh, this battery's dead. No, no, it's not. And it's got to be sitting sideways. Oh, mine's not doing it either. <laughs> <laughs> Me neither. I'm not doing it. I did it last night because last night, for some reason, um, I, I had unplugged my um, my bloody Belkin thing. It definitely works when it's just it's just got to be charging. I've done it. Man, that's really I tell, I tell, uh, Mine's working now. It's got to be still for a while. Mine, mine's now yeah, working. Though. Yes. Yeah, yes. You know, it's got to be still. Yeah. As soon as I sat it on the desk, it could detect yeah. that I was holding it. Yeah. So, no, there you, you go, don't need mate. a while. Need to sit it sideways, and you'll get the the. the well, while it's charging, it has to be. You, hang on, if I took the USB C out, it won't drill, will it? It's got to be charging. Huh. It's got right. to be charging. That's that's the whole point of it. Yep. So yeah, that's um, pretty cool. What else do you like? Cool. So I'm. Oh, this is a really really wild one, but I am really impressed. Really impressed with assistive access. Now this mm-hmm. is for my mum who won't use a smartphone, but, you know, imagine she could get FaceTime calls. Imagine she could see messages from the kids in a group and stuff like that. It's not difficult to set up. It's under accessibility and assistive access. And now I've got a phone that is basically made for seniors, you know, big 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 icons. You get to choose what, what icons there are and what apps there are. And you can include other apps as well. So you launch normal apps uh, like, you know, the Nine News app launches and it launches normally, but it's got a really big back button at the bottom because yeah. they don't know how to swipe backwards and all that kind of stuff. Um, the phone, you know, it's set up so it's got, you know, just your favorite contacts. Big it buttons. doesn't have the whole, you know, palaver in there. Messages. It's just a, it's just a list of recently received messages, you know. And that wasn't it's on 16, so that's an iOS 17 brand new feature. iOS 17, yeah. And, uh, mate, it's just so good. Like, you know, introducing someone to to an iPhone with this kind of setup is really, really cool. So, and you've got to, so to get into it, you've got to go into accessibility and and turn it on. And then to get out of it, you've got to put in a special passcode. So, you know, the the friend, the family member, whoever it is, wouldn't be able to get out of that mode without that special passcode. So, Uh. you know, for people that, you know, the, the nerdy nephew, the nerdy son, whoever it is that's providing that tech support, that's mate. It's awesome. It's a really yeah. cool thing that that Apple does. Now, again, the haters in the comments love to say that you can download the big launcher for Android, and um, Android yeah. has a simple <laughs> mode. Great, good on you. Really happy for you. But it's a very different thing for Apple to go to that much trouble, and their their accessibility range is is unbelievable. Yeah. broadly. Well, so, were we discussing that a lot of their accessibility features are now mainstream features? 
That's so, right. Yeah. Is like it didn't you say double tap on the Apple Watch? Is that was one that was already there? Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Um. So yeah, I think. Um. Yeah. It's it's it it's a good update. I I don't think that it's I don't think it's massively noticeable. Um. Because you know most of the phone still operates the same way. But when you walk up to someone and put your phones head to head and it does a name <laughs> drop or an airdrop. Um, that yeah. stuff. Well, air, airdrop's a big feature. I know everyone uses airdrop, even if you know, like you know, people like my wife, my parents, that they they airdrop's yep. huge. Airdrop. So I reckon that any kind of improvement to that feature, the whole thing now, it makes it a bit easier, a bit more. Bit I haven't more, tested a bit more the show when you do it. Yeah. Yet, but the airdrop via the internet should be a game changer as well. So you shoot. Let's say I shoot a video of a whole innings of baseball. Um, and then I walk away and, and one of the dads says, can you send that to me because it's his son pitching, right? I can airdrop it and then oh, I get called, i got to leave. I drive away and the yeah. airdrop hasn't finished. It finishes via the internet. Like, yeah, that's smart. That's smart. Yeah. That's Even awesome. name, name drop's good too. Like, you know, when you, you want to share context with someone? Yeah. Like, how often yeah. have you said, oh, give me a number? What I normally do is I've got a card with a QR code and they can scan that, that all my contacts come in, you know, those cards you can buy. And yeah. um, that's that's how it's done. But now, it, you just if you iPhone to iPhone, your whole What's contact your, poster, everything it goes through. Like? What's your contact poster look like? Uh, how do we I see that? Hang on, we haven't name dropped in person yet, so you know. Yeah. But I couldn't show you mine. What well, you haven't made? Show you mine. I've made one, but yeah. I don't know how, how, how could I show you? You open up contacts, and yeah. then you simply scroll to the very top of contacts. Uh, oh, here we go. Your, here your, we go. My your card. My card. At the top of contacts, and then you click on contact poster and photo. Oh, look at you! Your hands. Now click on the the first link underneath. Contact poster and photo. Oh yeah. And then <coughs> tap on it. It's still thinking about it. Well, you've done well. No, I, you need a no, I, I actually haven't even, fin- haven't even finished it. I'll finish oh, that later. Good on mate. you, mate. Yeah, you can finish that later. I'm not as vain as you are. What do I? What do I say? Mate, it's a feature of iOS. I'm testing. Hello. Um, I'd yep. be amazed if people weren't happy with iOS 7. I had a couple of people ring me and say, "Should I get it? Is it okay?" I mean, I've been using it for three months. It's fantastic. I haven't. Yeah, had no, that, that's what I, I did it on my old phone on the 14. I had it set up. I haven't did it. Haven't done it on this one. I Excuse thought I might carry it across when I did my my update, but I didn't continue because I was on the beta. I didn't continue the beta on the 15. I went straight to the regular iOS 17. Fair enough. All right. Well, uh, iOS 17 features. Stephen's listed a bunch. I've listed a bunch at techguy.com today on eftm.com. Check them out and update. Let us know if you've got any feedback on uh, iOS 17. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. And we do it all thanks to the great people at Netgear who've been with us since the very beginning. And uh, Orbi is the cutting-edge Wi-Fi that you need. And, in fact, Wi-Fi 6E offers multi-gig speeds, flawless coverage from the front door to the backyard. That's what you get with the Orbi 960 series. And if you shop online at netgear.com.au, you'll get the uh, the black option exclusively. So if you if that fits your decor better, it's got a silver base and the black top. Uh, the gold base and the white top is also available at Netgear Online or at major retailers. 
there's a bunch of great options there in terms of the look and the style of the Orbi uh, Orbi products. They've really um, they've really created something that looks beautiful in the home because it's made to kind of sit on a bookshelf somewhere. It's made to not be a piece of gadgetry stuck in a in a cupboard. It's made to have the ability to sit out in your home so that you're getting great Wi-Fi. You put one where the modem is, you put one somewhere else in the home, you've got yourself a, a little dome of Wi-Fi covering the whole home so that you're getting Wi-Fi speeds that match the internet speed you're paying for. That's what it's all about. Check it out at netgear.com.au. Well, um, there was a release this week from the people at Wing. Wing drones now this is a company who's been operating their um their drone delivery service in queanbeyan outside of canberra and logan outside of brisbane for a couple of years now like several years yeah and they've just expanded so they're now uh they've now kind of set up a drone airport i've just called it you know drone base at the logan hyperdome now for people that have never lived in brisbane or been to brisbane the logan hyperdome when it was open i remember because my uncle lived just south of Logan in um, uh, Tambourine Mountain, You'd, we'd drive past the Logan Hyperdome when it opened. It was like the biggest thing for the area. Like this was a massive shopping center. It was unlike anything anyone had seen. So if you think about modern shopping centers, Stephen, you think of probably less foot traffic than normal, you know, challenging times for retailers, uh, especially food retailers with Uber Eats and all these things happening. So they've partnered with like DoorDash. And they've gone, well, hang on, all these all these businesses, Boost Juice, Rashes, whatever it is, they're now doing drone deliveries. And it just made me think, why is it taking so long for this to, to come out of that test phase? Like, yeah. when, when are we going to expand this? I'm ready, baby. I'm ready. Yeah, I, I, I thought the same. Uh, I'm just thinking that in a built-up area, how do you do this? Like it's unless I know that Logan's is not as densely populated as other parts of the world or Queanbeyan. Uh, I think that's the issue. Like where I mean, when it's, it's, yeah. it's completely fine. The the, yeah. the issue there's, there's three components to a drone delivery service like this. There's the base for the taking off, and that's really just a rooftop in some at the hyperdome. It's just a part of the car park they've fenced off, right? Yeah, because yeah. these things take off vertically. They've got these huge QR codes on the ground that they use to locate their landing zone. They take off vertically, go to, I don't know, 120 metres because, you know, between 50 and 100 metres is is the ideal optimal flying area. Yep. And then they fly horizontally to their destination. Then they hover vertically above your driveway and they drop it on your driveway. There's no – it doesn't matter about congestion. The only issue is uh, apartment blocks. So, obviously, if you live in an apartment, it's not going to deliver to your balcony. So essentially, they would need to blacklist anyone that lives in an apartment. But like your air, so think about your area, right? Uh, uh, back, it wasn't too long ago that it was pretty much ninety-five percent homes, and now you're getting a few apartments and stuff being built. So those yeah. people might have to either have a common area where they go to receive their delivery, or just not get one at all. But there's no reason why a drone couldn't hover above your joint, mate, and drop a parcel well, in I'll the tell driveway. You why? I'll tell you why I can't. The air- I live near the airport, yeah. So, yeah. and this is a the drone is weighs a lot more than uh, two hundred and fifty grams. No, so but these are operating. Be... This this system isn't just some nufty, even with a drone license. This is a yeah. This is a essentially a a, a drone. It's a smart uh, system. Piloted yeah, just... drone system yep. that that has them coordinating with themselves and I'm assuming also coordinating with air traffic so that they, they're aware of things like choppers and stuff. 
I mean, I just, I guess I'm just asking myself and us what, what needs to happen. I think that, I think the trial's done. I think they've proven themselves. So I wonder well, what they've discovered as the limitations of this. I think service. what has to happen, and Wing is obviously in the future, Wing's not going to be the only service offering this not type of thing. Uh, and it's, I put it, it's sort of in the sort of autonomous driving um, basket where autonomous driving is not going to really succeed until every car can talk to every other car. So the drone system is going to have to be the same thing. Oh, I know it's all about the, I think it's a, I think it's a 5G slash 6G thing where the drones have to be smart enough to be piloted the entire way, which they are. But also, what other, whatever other brands are out there, other drones out there, they have to be on the same, talking the same language for it to work. Uh, the apartment thing, I reckon that is, that's a huge issue as well. Uh, but I, I can't see any reason why there wouldn't be like a, a landing zone, a drop off zone in those places, maybe out like the near, near the, like the side or behind the apartment, somewhere they'll designate a zone for a drop off. Um, See, funny, I don't actually yeah. remember who it was that told me this. I feel like it was Don May from Domino's, but it might have been someone else. But I remember someone in the drone space or this futuristic space saying to me words along the lines of, the safest place to travel on Earth is between 50 and 100 metres in the air because helicopters don't fly that low. Cars yeah. aren't up there. The only thing you're dealing with are birds. And and and, and yeah, structures right. that are fixed, trucks yeah. like buildings, trees yep. that are taller than than fifty meters, which is not a lot, and yep. birds. Buildings, so, yeah, buildings are taller yeah. than fifty meters, but fixed yeah. structures, I think, even. Yes. So yeah. you imagine that airspace. Yeah, uh, you know, it's that's where it Open. should be. That's, yeah, that's I what agree. It should be classified for. Uh, yeah, uh, you know, just I wonder whether it's regulatory overdrive, whether it's red tape gone mad. Or whether they're, I just might, I guess I probably need to speak to them about it. I really need to understand what next because I think for this to really become real, it's not about announcing that you now do KFC. It's not about announcing that you now do six extra <laughs> suburbs. There'd, it's be a about few trips, there'd be a few trips to Pagewood, mate, if there was some KFC delivery <laughs> by <a> drone. <laughs> Are you kidding? Yeah. <laughs> I, um, I, I, yeah, I just want to say, I want to see it outside of Queanbeyan and Logan. I mean, that's. Yeah. That's where it's at because that's the challenge. We, Once you can get it, yeah. They, why haven't they set up a space like a metro suburb? Why don't they go take it to I don't know St Clair or Blacktown or somewhere like that? That's what needs to happen. Yeah. You, <laughs> so I'll tell you, I'll tell you why my area, Hornsby through Thornley, etc. Because it's out in the country, mate. You got plenty of room out there. It's yeah, good. It's both perfect <laughs> and challenging, and that's why they should test it here. Perfect because we have a huge base, Westfield. There's a big Westfield yep. uh, set aside from roof space. Boom, we've got it happening. Huge yep. number of retailers, great for the, the DoorDash concept. Also, uh, very suburban. There are a lot of apartments, but in, in Hornsby itself, but you know, your Thornley, your Hornsby Heights, all that kind of stuff, there's a lot of homes, right? Yep. So easy to get to homes, driveways, backyards, etc. Yeah. But also a very big hospital. Uh, there's a helipad at the hospital, and yeah. weirdly, it's it's essentially a helicopter flight path. We get a lot of helicopters flying over right. here, but yeah. mate, the helicopters are meant to be at a certain height. Yeah, of course. And yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Should be given a certain height as well. Now, when the police, we've, you know, maybe four times in the last three years, I've seen police flying what seems to be extremely low with a beacon saying, you know, we're looking for a 76 year old man, da, 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 whatever. Now, when that happens, surely there's a button that can be pushed in the polyair chopper that says, let's just stop all drone deliveries for 20 minutes while we're flying through here. I mean, that's what we need. But again, I'm saying that's why it's the perfect area to test because it's great for deliveries, but it's also challenging, and we need to tick those boxes for well, the I challenges. Think wing, wing is definitely ahead of the curve. This is something oh, that sure. they've, they've they've definitely they've tested it and they've, they've really they've justified the technology. They've, they've validated the technology; it works. Yeah. So it's just a matter of ups of scaling it up to metro levels of, of usage. Yeah. Uh, and I think once look, it it takes a path isn't formed by one person walking along that path. Well, that path is worn by many people walking that path. So once wow. once that's established by many, many people walk, many same drones thing. doing What's the same on? thing. Yeah. But the, you know what I mean? It's not something, uh, and I think that... I know exactly what you mean. I'm just going, who is this Stephen Fennick? Well, <laughs> that's very deep. It's very true, though. Well, right? It is. But, uh, and the more people do it, the more it's done. And let's face it, the regulatory, you know, the government, they're, no, they're never on – they're always a little bit behind when it comes to tech. They're not, they're not always thinking, oh, okay, yeah, autonomous driving, drone deliveries, yeah, let, let's regulate that. It needs to have a few more case studies, especially in the built-up areas, for them to turn around and say, okay, we've proven that, that it can work. We've proven that it's safe. We've proven that it's cost-effective or whatever, and yep. let's give it a go. So I'm sure Wing has got plenty of applications in place to try to, to set up trials in built-up areas yep. and, and more populated metropolitan areas. Well, just finally, let me let me suggest to anyone that has even half an interest in this stuff, right? And I think I've mentioned this once before, but let, let me suggest to anyone that, that likes the idea of uh, of drone deliveries and things, uh, go on YouTube and and look at the Mark Rober video. Mark Rober is an unbelievable YouTuber. It's great for kids, uh, science and engineering and things like that. And uh, and he's, he did one six months ago. It was titled "The Drone That Will Change Everything." It was it was a bit of a delivery drone thing. But he, he in the middle of this whole thing, he went to I don't know Kenya somewhere you know in in Africa and investigated a drone delivery system that is being used every day to deliver blood and medicines and all these things hundreds of kilometers via drones that are slingshotted into the air and then they fly they drop the parcel they come back and they land uh by by like in the way an aircraft lands on an aircraft carrier like a hook hooks them in and then they they get landed it's mate it's awesome well worth a watch a really exciting of insight into something that's really happening out there in the real world. Well, and, there uh, lo- there's a lot of examples too of drones being used during COVID. COVID, um, yeah. especially in China, was used to deliver medicine, to deliver food into those areas where there were a lot of infections. And yeah. even there was drones used to clean uh, various areas, so disinfect yeah. various places. And yeah, drones were used for all kinds of purposes. So yeah. I don't think that the usage of a dropping off a package, whether it's medicine, food, or, or something else, uh, I don't think that's beyond the realm of possibilities. Yeah. All right. Well, if you live near the Logan Hyperdome, have a look at EFTM.com. You'll see the list of suburbs that you can now order DoorDash via drone. 
<laughs> Love those old stings. They're awesome. Well, Amazon had a bit of an announcement. They had an announcement. I think it was in Virginia in the US, wasn't it? Were you invited to that? I was, yep. But yeah, I, I was too. But it was a bit. It was a bit. It was a bit close to this to uh, Apple event. Yeah. Anyhow, um, they have announced some new products, and the the one that stands out for me is the Echo Hub. Now, this is like a. It's like a thin screen. It's like it looks like a little tablet that allows you to put all of your smart devices in one place. So right. this is a. It, it is a. Yeah, you know, whether you got cameras switches, all kinds of smart devices, lights, it can now be grouped together because it's compatible with Thread, with Matter, Bluetooth. So all these tech, Zigbee, all these technologies now working off the same platform. Basically, it means you can centralize all your smart products in one place. So, and then naturally control them with Alexa or with the, with your device. Uh, so I use the first step towards... I know matter is is a big deal, but it is it is the first step to allowing customers to sort of. I know that we've got our cameras and our devices, and not all of them are the same brand. But mm. now with the with the Echo Hub, it does now give a chance to unify all those things in one place. Yeah, I think look, I think it's an interesting one because you know we've got Echo speakers with screens. Yep. You've got that big Echo frame thing, the 15-inch thing, which was like, – these things are yep. similar. So I think what they've done here is they've gone, look, actually, we've already got all this stuff in our speakers, but what people are essentially calling for is the old-school security panel system, you know, something you can stick on the wall, something that's the yeah. central point in the home that they don't see as being a smart speaker. They see as being the way you do things like check cameras and turn off on and off yeah. lights and – and the temperature and who's at the door and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So for, for that reason, it seems like they've just gone, actually, I, I I don't want to put an echo on the wall. And the thing is, it's thin. So yeah. you know, this yeah. whole point of it is a smaller version of that, that big thing. So it must have a, a wiring kit that allows it to be wired into the wall because other, all the photos yeah. are on a wall, right? Yeah, you can have it wirelessly connected. You can wire, you can connect it with Ethernet. Uh, you power, can all, it, power is what I'm saying. Yeah, no, it, it does. It does work uh, over power over Ethernet. So PoE it works with as well. So if you've got Ethernet oh. connection, it does have a PoE compatibility. So it does have, take power over Ethernet as well. Uh, so I, I think it's sort of it's more your it's sort of in your smart home installer class of product because it's got Zigbee and all these other compatibilities. Um, so. I think yeah, it's 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 like an echo speaker on steroids. Where it could, it's it's more a it's more a a way to monitor rather than to call up your music or your other things on your screen. This mm. is a way, and I, and I know that they say that you can have multiple camera streams. So it could be that central place where you can see all the camera feeds at the same time. Uh, yeah. There are groupings of all your other smart products. Um, so yeah, this, this comes out I think in a few weeks. It's going to be. Uh, it's 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 not too expensive. Three hundred twenty nine dollars. So you can see. Oh, oh, there's a picture of it on TechGuide. I'm sure you've run it too. There's a the picture of the screen. It says home. 
It's got routines, so you can set up routines. It's got bedroom dining, so it's got all your your rooms covered. But also then it's got controls on the bottom where it says active media, so you can control actual media streams on your various devices, locks, climate control, lights, cameras, everything. So all centrally located and able to be controlled with your voice or with a, with your smart device, all there in one place. Yeah, it's very cool. Just finally on this, the uh, I just had a look at the Amazon website, which does have a lot more info uh, on the actual yep. pre-order page. Four ways they say it can be installed. One, just plug it into the wall and it's it's powered. Two, yep. there's an optional accessory, which is like a, a, a pass-through cable. So like when you get a TV uh, wide in the wall, they you know, put, a, put a hole in the wall, hole in the wall down the bottom, and they've got a plug to put it through. So the wire goes through there and the wire wraps around the back of it. Third, there is yep. a stand you can put it on, so just have it somewhere. And then, as you say, a POE is another option, yep. which is uh, sold separately, Ethernet adapter. But you know, for yep. some people, that might work out well. Um, honestly, this, this appeals to me greatly because yep. <laughs> we have a lot of smart home stuff. But no one else in my home has the apps. No one yeah, else has the app right. for any of the bloody. <laughs> yeah, uh, no. and and I'm not really interested in having it either. So I I can see me using this. Our biggest problem is a lot of our lights can't be smart because they're just built-in style lights, and just there's no compatibility. Anyway, yeah. um, the Echo Hub uh, eight inch it is, and it'll it'll be three twenty nine in Australia. Uh, no details on when, but that's the that's the pre order price. Yeah, I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be before the. I think about mid October. I understand. The other right. the other products they announced were the Fire TV sticks. They're going to be available from September twenty seven, but I think yeah, it's a few weeks. It's not months. It's weeks away from being released. The Echo Hub. Yeah, can't wait for that one. Uh, all the details at techguy.com to you and theftm.com. Two blokes talking tech. You're listening to two blokes talking tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Two Blokes Talking Tech is also supported by Arlo. They're our great sponsor. And, of course, they are into their wireless security cameras. And there are some specials, Trev. They've got uh, – there's a new uh, – there's an, a clearance on the essential cameras. Does that mean that there's a yeah. there's a next model coming out? I don't know. But Mate, if even you wanted, if it's not, it doesn't matter because the, the, yeah. they're great quality. The ones got now, my favourite is the essential indoor, the little one. Well, that's, for, that's on sale. Yeah, that's on sale now. $119, and the Essential Indoor is really an easy camera to set up because you plug it in. It doesn't need to have a ba- – it does have a battery. It's plugged in all the time. It does have the privacy shield, so if you're a bit creeped out by having a camera in your home, it does have a physical privacy shield that you can eyeball and say, okay, that's not going to be filming because it's covered. So there's that. And, of course, when you go out, it, it, it can detect movement as well. Once you arm it, it'll open up and do the job. There's also the essential spotlight, which is this is this is your your regular security camera that has a, a, t- a light in it. That's why it's called the essential spotlight, and that's hundred and twenty-seven dollars. So if there's anyone who's hesitating on getting into the this security camera market, Arlo has taken away all those excuses now with these great prices. So essential indoor just one hundred and nineteen dollars, and the essential spotlight is $127, and that's a great starting point. You can build on these systems. Once you get one in place, it connects directly to your Wi-Fi, you get a security camera in place, it takes minutes to install, you're then able to upgrade that uh, and add to the system and, and then go as big as you want. So this is a great stepping on point for those customers who are a little bit hesitant, 
May, maybe the price might have been prohibitive, but now they've taken all of that away. Essential Indoor, 119 bucks. Essential Spotlight, just $127. And you can see all of that information and those prices at arlo.com. Now, before we go, Stephen, Elon Musk. He's, <laughs> honestly, what a complete loon. He was on oh a, uh, one of those of audio, audio, you know, spaces, chats um, earlier in the week, talking about other things. And then someone must have asked him about, you know, the future of charging or something. But anyway, bottom line, he said that he was considering an option where Twitter would be a pay-to-use service. So anyone who wanted to log on to Twitter – would have to pay. Mate, yeah. at that point I went, you are an idiot. I'm out. Like, yeah. I'm out. I'm done. I, I spent what? about three yeah. hours today analysing data about traffic and I, I can tell you that from January 1 till September 21, 1.1% of my traffic on EFTM came from, from Twitter. So I'm yeah. out. I don't need it. It's of no use. We do use a a social posting pl- platform that, that posts to all of them anyway. So I don't care. While ever that's still possible, we'll just keep pumping it out. But he'll he'll certainly cut it off at some point because he cuts off everything. Like we used to be able to, um, in the back end, of, it's ho- called Hootsuite, you could you could find, you know, Samsung AU. You could tag them and stuff. doesn't allow you yeah. to do that anymore. So as soon as they remove that, I'm like, this is getting worse. Um, and then I went, you know, obviously Trev loves the, Trev loves the banter. Um, but... <laughs> In the end, when I because I'm not, I haven't been posting on Twitter much. I've really only been getting the odd reply from people. So I've just said to a couple of those people, "Listen, just so you know, I'm over here now. I'm somewhere else." So, yeah, mate, I, I just, I don't, I don't think it's going to matter when people leave Twitter. And I think he's going to create a bubble within the bubble yeah. that's going to be a bunch of people basically just. Doing those ones. Well, he's just playing into Threads' hands, isn't he? Like Threads is just thinking, yeah, yeah, go, go hard, charge people. We'll see how many people then migrate to Threads if they haven't already done so. Yeah. Um, I know he said it wasn't going to be a lot per month. It was going to be a, a very affordable. Two dollars. That'd be too much. Two dollars is too much it, to pay. Yeah, like why, why, why do that? Like I know he's already created. Hasn't he created the blue to blue tick? You can buy your blue tick and sort of have that sort of subscription, and yeah. that has its advantages, but. Yeah, I think he's uh, he's flying the plane into the mountain right here, mate. Yeah, I think it's very sad because it's it's really just him going. I paid forty billion dollars. I really need to find a way to make this thing turn over a bit. Mm. Um, and look, don't you know, there's that, 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 that that people like us, uh, you know, we want to be in the, the right platforms everywhere. I want to try everything, but I'm trying a lot of different things and. I don't feel like I'm losing out by not being on Twitter. So, for example, no, there's not as much engagement on threads at all, but it is, it's quality engagement. Every time yeah. I get a message, I'm like, yeah, cool, whatever. You know, it's, it feels it feels young and real again. And yeah. I, I'm not scrolling endlessly through, uh, through, through Twitter seeing a bunch of random idiots. And the thing I did was just go very hard. At, uh, I spent one day where I went, okay, I'm going to look at Twitter. And every account that I that attracts my eye, like MLB or Dodgers or whoever it was, I went, oh, are they on threads? Are they? And I make sure I was following them so I could kind of match up as best I could. The challenge yeah. is that from a corporate perspective um, – you know, EFTM is just you know nothing in the in the scheme of things. But we use one platform to post to everything, and that's what most people do, right? You know, yeah. Nine News, 
uh, example. I'm sure they don't log on to uh, every website and post their articles, right? I'm sure what they do is they go to a central system they're paying good money for and they click a button and, the, and, it, and it, it sends it out to everything. Threads doesn't have that yet. So Threads mm. needs to integrate with those right. kind of systems and when they do, the content will flow, the content will come in and I actually think it still has a lot of potential and they, they continue to build thread. They continue to add things. Yep. I'm, I'm quite aggressively. I, uh, uh, I'm still, uh, I'm on threads, but I, I haven't given it. I don't think I've given it as the attention it needs. I need to pay it a bit more attention and grow, grow my followers there. I, I do share. I, I still share everything on, on X, Twitter, whatever you want to call it. I, uh, I do it. share. I do share uh, the occasional story, the bigger stuff on, on threads as well. and get good, good, good engagement, good feedback. can't really tell you how much traffic is coming through it, from it though. But I think that this is a move that's going to benefit. Elon Musk thinks that this is going to solve a problem. It's actually going to make his problem worse. It's going to give people an excuse to go to other yeah. platforms and threads. Mark Wahlberg's rubbing his hands thinking, yeah, mate, that's great. Good idea. Put Put a price on x and we'll see what happens at threads mate are you that's what's happening why is that you said mark Wahlberg. are you thinking about mark Wahlberg? zuckerberg zuckerberg i should have said zuckerberg i <laughs> know oh, we've had a mark and a berg in it what did i say Wahlberg? mark zuckerberg you know huh? <laughs> mark Wahlberg. he's doing burgers he's doing movies he's doing athletic <laughs> one made up friends yeah mark zuckerberg i meant mate you know what i meant you know the berg i meant um, yeah, so, it's just funny. Mate, you know what? Just on, right now. Elon's just, a goose. Let's be real. Just on Elon Musk, uh, just published this week is the his biography that's by uh, yeah, Walter well, Isaacson. I've seen it in bookstores here. Uh, it's the same guy who did the Steve Jobs biography. Which have you? Read, did you ever read that? Yeah, did you? No. Yeah, these two. These two the same cover. You never read the Steve Walter Steve Jobs? Wow, that's a great read. And no, uh, I'll. I'll, I'll I think I'm going to uh, – yeah, we'll have to start another podcast about that. <laughs> I, uh, yeah. No way. Best, no way. Books, best books I've never read. Yeah, let's go. Yeah. But um, no, I, uh, I'm i going to get the audio book, and I ho- I don't think uh, it'll be – I don't know who will voice it, but I'll like to listen to the book. Voicing it himself. No, I wouldn't. He, Elon Musk wouldn't do that. I don't no. think he would. So it's about him. He can't – if it's written about him, it's not like a first-person book, like a, the Prince Harry book, for example, is it's in the first person. Of course, you're going to say, oh, yeah, I did this, I did that. But if it's a yeah. book written in the third person, you're not going to get him to do that. So interesting to see who look, they get for that. So I'm, I, I legitimately – so I've deleted the Twitter app from my phone. Um, I've stopped opening the, the tab on, on, on my computer – what I'm doing is every few days I'm going to open it because there's DMs that come through and I need to reply to those people and say this is not the place. But you know, yeah. I can't. And um, Walt Mossberg, I think I talked about this a couple of weeks ago, he, he deleted his account. And he said on threads, he said one of his concerns was someone else taking his name. So I'm not going to delete my accounts. I'm yeah. not going to delete my accounts because I don't want someone else to take my name and potentially impersonate or anything like that. So I'm going to keep the archive there. Uh, you know, I pinned a tweet that says I'm somewhere else and I'll keep logging in now and then so that I, in case he kicks people off who haven't logged in for six months, I don't know, you know. So, <laughs> but I'm essentially, I'm essentially not engaging with Twitter anymore. But, but isn't one of the reasons I heard too is that he's still he's still concerned about the number of bots on Twitter? 
So yeah, that is that, is this another way to weed out the bots? Yeah, maybe. But there's there's other ways. Just validate yeah. people. It's really not hard. You you well, the 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 process of of having someone pay is exactly the same as verifying them, just without taking a payment. I mean, anyway, the bloke's yeah, an idiot, a genius. <laughs> Who's an idiot? Yeah. Anyway. Um, I hear your frustration there, Trev, but yeah, I, I, I heard that news too. I'm thinking that. It was a head shake yeah. decision. I'm thinking, please don't. Good luck. All right, so you'll find us both on threads. It's as simple as that. Two blokes yeah. talking tech. All right, Stephen. Uh, enjoy Newark. Newark. Yeah. Newark. <laughs> going to get a pizza pie. Slice yeah, of gonna pizza. Get a coffee. Gonna get a coffee. You gonna get coffee? Yeah. Go to the coffee <laughs> shop. But there was a lot of those accents uh, at the baseball. That's for sure. A lot of yeah. diehard Yankees yeah. fans sitting there, you know, all, all lamenting the how how crap their team's going this year. A little all bit right, like enjoy. South. A little we'll bit read like South Sydney. <laughs> yeah. We'll read all about the Microsoft announcement at techguide.com.au, Stephen. Uh, thanks, buddy. See you next week. Good on you, mate.